Hello, beautiful human. I am Zach. That is Dana. We welcome to the studio for the very first time. Thanks for having me. Man. Lauren. Yeah. <laughs> very excited to be here. You give this very chill energy. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Um, I like to think about what I say in case I say something stupid. So I try to speak slowly and kind of run it like in my head. You know what I mean? Do, do you have like a filter, like a, a system internally that you run um, checks and balances? I don't think it's perfect, but I do try, you know, I think after coming out here and meeting um, great people, I think I've learned to kind of, you know, socialize better. And When yeah. you're in the studio working with people, uh -huh. are you running those ideas through a filter too or no? Oh, no, 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 not at all. In the studio, you know, I'm, I'm just going at it, but, you know, usually it's just me and the boys, like just me and the band, so... I don't think I need a filter to talk to them. So, you know. Do you have a filter when you're maybe writing or producing for somebody else? Um, oh, yeah, definitely. I think producing for somebody else is almost like the difference between like painting and like designing something. You know, if you're making something for somebody else, then you do kind of keep that in mind. Like, would this work with this person? Blah, blah, blah. But if I'm writing for myself, it's more towards just, you know, whatever. I want to make like at the spot so uh, okay when you enter a studio for a session uh, somebody else's session mm -hmm. are you going in with ideas that you've had for this artist or do you go in blank slate and kind of share as you go um I do definitely you know do my research like do my part listen to what they you know created before and kind of map out like what could potentially you know work between us but I do like to kind of keep it relatively um, spontaneous, you know, just, you know, we talk about music a lot and then I hear like some of their stuff and then I let them hear some of like my unreleased demos and then we'll just kind of uh, kickstart it from there. So will you give up an unreleased demo to an artist? Like, and by the way, like we're very chill about it, but you've worked with the biggest K-pop <laughs> artists on the planet, right? Yes, like you've written Blackpink records, G Dragon, like mm -hmm. really incredible stuff. So will you give up an unreleased demo that you maybe had for you to somebody else knowing that it could be a hit elsewhere? Damn, that's a difficult question. Um, I think, um, you know, I do write songs that I feel suit myself the best. So I haven't had um, an instance where I felt like I made something and I was like, all right, this has to go to some person. But I do want to kind of reach that point where I can create without getting so caught up with, all right, this is something for myself and I can kind of, you know, create without boundaries and maybe like potentially, you know, offer it to other people. But, but I'm always open to ideas, you know, and, and if working with other people or like giving it to somebody else makes the song better, then I'll just, I'll, I'll be a hundred percent down to just, you know, whatever it takes to make the song good. So. The music you're making today and the stuff you performed at Coachella and mm -hmm. the records I've heard and the EP I listened to, it is like alternative punk right. rock, right? Right, right. Oh, somewhere in, the, in that boundary, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, w not necessarily the type of music you're making for the other artists you've worked with, but what from the music you're making today for you do you carry with you in a black ping session? Um... Damn, that's another really good question. Uh, so I think with Blackpink, it's been more like lyrical than, you know, musical. Um, you know, I am like bilingual. So there's been lots of cases where 
you know, a certain demo is like written fully in English and it's kind of important to, you know, um, even just like sonically, like how it's recorded to kind of carry that into the actual song, but then also like not translate, but um, write lyrics in a way where it makes sense with the song and makes sense with what the girls want to talk about. So I think that role was primarily what I did with the Pinks. But the track with G-Dragon, you know, that was before my, um, before my return to like, sort of say like the rock and roll roots or whatever. And um, I don't know, it was just a, a drop that I made. I, th I thought it was really cool. And then I just um, kind of offered it, I guess. Um, I just showed it to a bunch of people and they thought it'd be suitable for GD. So, you know, it was, it was like in the earlier days of me being a producer and it was kind of wild to see something that I, you know, created just in my little studio um, turn into this big record with like one of the biggest stars in the world. So I think that was very cool. It is also life-changing, right? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I do recall like the, you know, the entire entirety of that day, like the cab ride to the company and like waiting for the song to drop and have people like congratulate me. Um, there'd be days when I'll just be like in a club or something and the song just comes on and like although no one no one knows about it you know in my head i'm like i fucking made this you know like that was a wild thing yeah what is the scene of punk rock like in korea um i think there's definitely a very strong scene you know but it it does kind of it takes a good amount of effort to kind of discover it. You know, they're not like hella major. They're not like selling out like the biggest shows. Um, so you do have to be like, you do have to have that love for the culture if you really want to find it. But, um, but yeah, I think there is like a, you know, continuous movement that's, it's just not like above sea level, if you know what I mean. It's yeah. just kind of moving like underneath, so... Are there any qualities that a K-pop idol and a Korean rock star share? <laughs> um, damn. Uh, I'm actually a, a little unsure, but I think um, K-pop is definitely something that's not like very limited to, you know, any genre in specific, you know. They vary a lot, so... And I think that's, like, the biggest thing. Like, I was hoping you would say that, right? Because K-pop is a general term that is not just for pop music. Right, pop, right, well, right. pop music meaning popular, right? Right, right, right. Korean popular music as opposed to, like, what is a certain sound, right? Right, 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 right. Um, and I think it's cool how, you know, different, like, K-pop groups can just kind of... Um, you know, they change their image with, like, every single or, like, every album. And I think it's that, like, diversity and, like, that fluidness or whatever to just kind of start something new every time i think that's like a really big asset that they have you know well, a part of what it means to be in like a, a k-pop group that makes pure pop music right like there is a level of perfection that needs to be maintained that people are then like kind of into mm -hmm. but you can make the case that like with a rock star mm -hmm. perfection is like literally drawn in a totally different way right 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 um, but I do have a very, like, you know, I'm like a control freak. Like I need to control like everything that I create, like every sound, every whatever. Um, even when it comes down to like 
like the equipment or like lighting on stage um or music videos or like what i wear um you know very specific as to what i want so i do feel like i am you know a perfectionist quote unquote mm. but i do feel like there's like a certain beauty in like the rawness of rock and roll where like even if you know you kind of fuck up here and there you know that's like part of the thing you know it's totally the, yeah but whereas like what people would see in their head is like a k-pop idol uh-huh. totally different right like that the perfection is right right mandatory right, right, right um not mandatory but it is very well like, the stage show is right I think right, in life right, right. to be honest it's gotten way more lenient and really really fucking cool to be honest right right like um, i mean somebody the other day was so confused like blackpink curses in their songs i'm like yeah God, that was me oh yeah uh, i was, confi- I was confused <laughs> yeah they did about that no but but uh, i mean i sort of thought they were gonna do it but you know they put a lot of emphasis into it like, like <laughs> i say fuck it i'm like oh shit you know i'm going there like no but i like that you know it's cool it's cool i think breaking boundaries between that like image and actually you know like being i guess rock stars is a, a movement that they're trying to do and i think that's very cool so well i think imperfection is actually perfect and like it, it, yeah it's I don't know. It's actually being people is really cool. And I think it actually is going to draw people even closer to these groups than they've ever been before. And I can make the case like, you know, BTS has done the same thing. Like RM came on our show talking about getting drunk and making his album. Like (laughs) when has any K-pop idol ever done that? Yeah, I mean, Uh, dude, like we used to get crazy notes, like can't show knees or like can't fucking. Can't show knees. There's a lot of rules. You have no idea. We can, I have, you have no idea. Like like that knee? yeah, yeah that exactly. Oh, this is too much. Well, it's covered technically. So <laughs> no, get that's wild. That's ripped. wild, man. <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, you, were, you know, we're like humans after all, right? I think, I think that like organic interaction and like the like you know, kind of showing who they are as just human, you know, human fucking beings. I think that's part of. I think that's where we should go. You know. Oh yeah, and I can make the case very easily that BTS's lyrics in their. I mean, still today, but even the early stuff that got people going here in the States was based on being humans. Like they were telling right, stories right, right, about right, people right. and what everybody was going through, being right, overworked, right, right. the pressures of life and school and parents and the whole thing. Right, right, they were telling right. real actual stories, but it was kind of like put in this really perfect, perfect package. Right, right, right. So no, I totally feel that. Bridging yeah. the gap a little bit feels good. No, I, I think you're very on point. I, I think you're totally right. Yeah. Uh, where's your love for rock music come from? Um, it's hard to, you know, kind of pinpoint because even before I spoke English, even before I like moved to like an international environment, um, you know, there'd be like some commercial on TV with like, I don't know, like a simple plan track or something. And I would just like write down like whatever I could get and try to Google it to find the song. I remember there's a song called Jump. I was just Google, like not Googling, but like searching up like, okay, Jump rock song what is this <laughs> and it took me like a good two weeks to find it yeah but um <laughs> what song was it it was jump by simple Plan. Oh, was that what was <laughs> <laughs> it was called jump uh, you know, it, but it still took me you know two weeks but um i don't know it, it it it's so far in the past that i can't quite recall the point where i was like all right this is you know what i want but you know if you really think about it there's no reason behind liking something right mm-hmm. like if you like burgers and you just like burgers you know you can't quite like define why um but it's always been about rock music for me um i didn't have the most um euphoric experience in high school so um 
like kind of that entire angst and like anger or like insecurities definitely fueled you know like drove me deeper into like that genre i think um emotionally i think it's one of the most like connecting um genre and i think it's it's that part where it really just kind of like got to me you know like mm -hmm. like I, i'll just like clench my fist listening to some song like without even knowing why but like there's just something like inside kind of you know like like almost like like to your throat and yeah. like that feeling is something that i could never forget so yeah so does making music help you manage that or what um explore it like like the anxiety and yeah whatnot. um it's weird because i feel like i should let it go you know i think letting go is <coughs> a very good quality to have um but you know it's always kind of in you like like those experiences you know when you're like hella embarrassed or like you feel a type of way and i i spent a very good amount of time feeling like i don't fit in or like feeling pretty worthless about myself um so i think it definitely still inspires me you know it keeps me like humble it makes make sure that uh i mean i'm not trying to impress you know those guys or whatever but it does help me feel like what i'm doing is not enough at all and i think that's a quality that'll help me progress regardless of you know how far i get like the bar would always you know the distance between where i want to go and where i am is always going to be the same so it's you know i'm always going to be hungry i'm always going to be moving so i think that definitely helps me stay motivated you know but isn't there like a balance like keep moving the bar like what what is the purpose to moving the bar is it like is it what motivates it um i don't think i you know like purposely move it almost but um you know when you're um creating something especially because up to the album that you heard so far i've been writing everything myself and you can't it's very difficult to tell whether you're too hard on yourself or you're not hard on yourself like enough mm -hmm. you know i can't tell if i deserve a weekend off or i should be spending every waking minute in the studio like it's a very complicated kind of relationship like with myself um but so it's not like you know i'm trying to put myself in that state where i'm just like unsatisfied but that is just how i feel and you know i do believe in things happening for a reason so if i feel like whatever i did so far is you know as grateful as i am you know not nearly enough for myself then i think that definitely is the state to be you know i'm not trying to like change that so with this album was there a story you were looking to tell and by album i mean ep i'm sorry no no um it almost it's like the same thing to me um yeah, so it wasn't like, uh, you know, some people, you know, have a very specific, like, idea for an album, say, like, Welcome to um, the Black Parade, right? <laughs> Where they have a, one theme and great album, by the way. Um, and it's like, it, like, progresses into this entire, like, opera. But for the EP, it was more of, you know, I still create very, like, song by song. So it was just you know, looking back at what I created, you know, throwing away like 50 demos and uh, all right, here's the couple that I 
still like connect with and here's the couple that i do feel are presentable to the world and it was just kind of gathering that um so i don't think there's like a specific like idea you know sort of say but the title put up a fight was just kind of a stab at how things are progressing you know um like the normalities of how things are going not that i have a problem with it but i did want to you know stand my ground as to what i feel is like just good music so you know it was that feeling of like almost fighting someone who is going to you know like kick the shit out of you but you're still going down like like kicking and screaming you know what i mean so yeah do you prefer working song by song or do you have a want to be able to craft something that is connected and cohesive so i'm working on a new album this is actually going to be an album album um and i've started to actually progress into having like like i know what the album's going to be called like i know the underlying theme behind it but i still feel like I might not be at the point where I can just, you know, take an idea and write like seven songs about it. Or maybe this is just the way I create. I can't quite tell, you know, because again, I'm working with myself all the time. But I mean, it is how I progress. Have you so let far. anybody else in? Like you didn't let anybody in for the CP? Um, so for this EP, I've actually, you know, I had the band and up to the first EP, um, what we play so far i wrote produced played all the instruments like everything is done by me that's crazy but um, but i've been trying to get them more involved you know into the process because i feel like there's a very big gap between playing something that i wrote um and, and playing something that they wrote themselves as well yeah, you know? made together right 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 is it hard for you to give up that control though um i still have it I think, <laughs> for the majority of the part but um you know, I've been doing this for a while, you know, even pre like Lauren days, I've been writing music for like eight, nine years. So it is kind of hard to not feel like you're running out of material. You know, I feel like I'm like, like running out of, it's like, you know, when you take a toothpaste and you use like the entire thing yeah. and you're just like squeezing, like, you're th <laughs> all right, just one more, man. Like, just let's get through the morning, you know? Yeah, but you need inspiration around you too. Right, right. So I think interacting with the band, you know, because they're so excited, you know, they're at that point where it's like everything is new to them. So I think their excitement as well as like their input into what we create has been very, very good so far. And I've had, like, so many sessions in L.A. with all these people that are, like, phenomenal songwriters and musicians. And I think that just, you know, it was like an entire new world for me, you know. Like, after such a long time of, like, solitude and just little studio by myself, I think it was almost, like, eye-opening to work with other people. So I'm very open to it now, yeah. It, was any of it scary to be vulnerable with people that you don't really know and to share things that you only really kind of, you know, kept with yourself? Definitely. Um, at first, I think at the very first session, I was like hella, hella nervous, you know, like I almost felt like, all right, I hope this guy doesn't think that I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. So I, I you know, I, I got to prove something. He like, I got to make sure he thinks I am of worth. Um, but it, as like um, sessions went on and on, I think, I've come to realize like it's not that deep you know it's just two people who really like creating music 
interacting and you know just vibing like organically even if we don't like finish a song like that just the interaction and talking about music and getting that energy from each other i think that's like part of the magic so it's been you know amazing so far and i'm getting used to it now how are you balancing doing stuff for you and then writing for other people or are you just focused on you for the time being uh, uh if i'm being honest i'm pretty focused on myself um I think I definitely need to be at a point where I'm momentarily at least satisfied with what I have and what I put out in order for me to really focus on other people. But I do really like to experiment with like genres and stuff like, you know, after seven rock track demos, I do, you know, create like a drop here and there. And sometimes, you know, I forward those to people and maybe they'll like them. But primarily, I'm still focused on myself and the second album. Yeah. Sick. By the way, you can listen to all of Lauren's music on Amazon Music. We're going to put a link in the description below. Thank you, Amazon Music. Do you enjoy making pop music as much as you like making rock music? <laughs> um, I don't think I draw, you know, that line where it's like, all right, this is pop and this is rock. Mm -hmm. um, but I think I do, but... It's almost like even if I try to write a song that's just more geared towards like um, a wider audience, sort of say, I always end up like, you know, just pulling a guitar and like just, you know, all right, here's a fucking hook, you know, and it's, it's like, okay, I can't help myself, you know, like yeah. I want a song that's just acoustic. And then it comes a point where I'm like, all right, maybe just like, like a, like a kick or a snare. And then it ends up being like this fucking, you know, like yeah, yeah, song. yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, I fucked it up again, you know. <laughs> what kind of reaction does your music get over in Korea? Um, I don't know. I should, I, I genuinely do not know. I mean, obviously the people that I know are going to be like, yeah, we love your music album, blah, blah, blah. But um, it's been definitely, um, it's been getting more recognized by um, other people. And I think it's, I think. Um, people see it somewhat refreshing yeah. that, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, getting that deep into like rock music itself and, you know, cross my fingers, hopefully it gets a positive, you know, bigger reaction. But so far, you know, all the feedback that I've gotten, you know, whether it be like from other musicians or just, you know, random people who kind of walk by and there's, you know, like, we love your music, you know, um, it's been like very humbling to see like all right whatever um whatever time i spend in the studio by myself is actually you know influencing other people yeah. like that's a great feeling so why did you choose to insulate your creative process for so long um so before um i didn't think that a band or rock music was doable by myself like you know i wasn't too familiar with like sequencers or like modern music production um and afterwards i um not a lot of people around me actually you know make rock music and i couldn't find like you know i didn't know how to find a band like i, I didn't know if i should put out like an ad like like do you guys you know fuck with like um the strokes you know like hit me up man like um so actually, like, two of my band members, they're just my boys from back home, and I actually taught them, like, how to play guitar and bass. Wait, what? Yeah, it's wild. Um, <laughs> that is crazy, actually. Um, there was a music video. It was called All My Friends Are Turning Blue, and 
I yeah. wanted my actual friends to be in it. So they were like miming it at the time. Like they weren't actually playing. I was like, dude, just like headbang and like just <laughs> pretend like like I'll just make them watch like music videos. Like this is what you have to do. Um, and then two of the boys actually stuck around and they actually really liked it. And they were just practicing and like they were like, can we just come hang at the studio and stuff? And it got to the point where I was like, you guys just want to like do this? Like this is basically a band. Like this is how bands create it, right? It's like just some friends in like in like a garage or something, you know, not knowing what they're doing and like progressing into like this thing. So yeah, um, two of my members are actually my boys from back home and um, the other two, you know, they're also like acquaintances. Like I didn't, you know, hire anyone yeah. or anything like that. So it wasn't like I wanted to stay in solitude. It was more like I didn't know how to, break out of that totally. yeah shell so that's scary too yeah i mean yeah it was, it was very frightening at first yeah what's it like for you and your friends to be creating this music at home not really knowing what you're doing and now you're on stage at coachella it's wild um we had this friends and family show um i don't recall the exact date but it was like november okay thank you peter <laughs> um and it was for 100 people and it was literally friends and family. And I remember like shitting myself before the show. Like, <laughs> oh, dude, I'm so nervous. Like, I don't know what. And then it's wild to just think like within months, like, or I have a lot of shows booked in the future. Like I did just play Coachella, like <laughs> casual. Um, yeah. It's like, it progressed so quickly that I can almost like, it doesn't quite hit you. Cause I'm sure if it was more gradual, I would have been like, oh shit, like this is happening. But I'm still trying to wrap my head around something that's bigger than my head, and it's been difficult. But an amazing experience for sure. Like the past few months have been literally life changing for me. So, and, and by the way, like, it takes time. Like it's a new reality that you're getting used to. But also, I'm assuming you lean on friends for help. No, and like yes, you also have a man that's going through it with you. Right, so you're right, not alone. right. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, you know. Before the show, like, we always just get, like, pumped up. We're like, dude, fuck it. Like, even if we don't do good, like, let's just have fun. And I also do feel like there's a certain amount of pressure on myself as well to keep it together because I know that they haven't been here as often as I am and they haven't done this as often as I did. So, but, like, that amount of responsibility really helps me kind of, you know, almost calm down and, like figure out exactly what I have to do. Um, I also think uh, I don't get nervous that easily. So I think that also helps me kind of, you know, just tell them like, it's okay, you know, because some, some of the boys, like, I'm not going to mention who, but some of them, like, they just make me worried about them, you know, not <laughs> myself, but I'm like, dude, you better not, you know, have like a mental breakdown on stage. Like, yeah. Did your Coach performance go how you visioned it and wanted it to go? Um, it was amazing. The crowd was amazing. Like the setup was amazing. Everyone was great. We had tons of rehearsals beforehand. Um, great crew. You know, there were minor technical difficulties here and there, but you know, that is how festivals are and like everything transitions so quickly. Yeah. So, you know, it was, you know, from where I was standing, I still think I had a blast and, you know, I hope people did too. You know, there's always room for improvement. So I think it really helped me kind of pinpoint, all right, so these are the things that we have to work on. And these are the things that I have to work on, like, in the future. So 
I think it was a great experience all in all. Yeah, but uh, I have like Head in the Clouds, New York yeah. coming up. I have a festival in Taipei, I think. Um, it's called So Wonderful. When is that? Uh, I think it's like June 3rd or something like that, yeah. Um, so, you know, definitely more shows coming up, and I think this was a great like stepping stone towards progressing into professionals, you know. Well, I know Landon Barker was on stage with you. Do you oh, yeah. Do you get to have a conversation with Travis Barker? Um, I did. It was very brief. It just kind of went like, dude, I love you. I'm such a fan. Like, I'm, I'm shaking. Just, can we take a photo? And I love you. And then I just kind of walked out. Like, I, I, I couldn't hold the conversation, you know. I was, like, so starstruck. Like, Wink-182 growing up, I think my first guitar was, like, Tom's signature um, model. It was, like, the ES-335. Um, so... Seeing him in person, man, like I used to have his um, drumsticks, like they're, you know, they're painted white. Yeah. So when you play cymbals, like it paints the cymbals like white. And I, I had like, you know, 50 stories to tell, but I didn't, I mean, you know, he's a busy person and I didn't want to fanboy too hard. So it was like, all right, man, like great to see you. Like, yeah. like yeah, just keep doing what you're doing. You guys are amazing, you know. So. What do you think of like that whole little setup? Because he produces a lot of, for a lot of other artists. There's a oh, lot yeah. going on there. There's like a whole little ecosystem. I think it's amazing. You know, um, he gives out opportunities to all these artists that he thinks um, are great. And you know, there's definitely that amount of I don't even know how to say it. There's that like certain quality that comes with like production with Travis Barker. Yeah, and I think it really opens up new doors for other artists. Like, like Kenny Hoopla is one of like my favorite um rock artists. Like, and um the stuff that he did with Travis has been like phenomenal. Sure. So I think it's great that you know he he helps out these artists. You know, take like a different route. You know, whether it be production or songwriting, I think it's I think it's amazing. Yeah. By the way, again, listen, listen to all of Lauren's music on Amazon Music. There's going to be a link in the description below. What are you thinking, Dan? I think you also help show a different side of Rose. I was not expecting you guys to do neck cover Neck Deep. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah, because yeah. to tell that was me. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, I was looking online. I was like, oh, shit, that is him playing guitar. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, no, no, the song suggestion was Oh, like, was that you? Uh, yeah, I was like. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> this is a really cool song. What do you think? I was like, gas, not gaslighting her. No, but she really liked the song. Like, I didn't, like, you know, force it on her. But Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I do speak to, you know, Rosé and, like, other girls about, like, music here and there. And, you know, I have a very specific... Um, love for a specific genre so you know i i do kind of show them like this new entire realm where it's like this is like really cool and and they did kind of like fuck with it so mm -hmm. i think it was great that rose kind of um yeah i think it's great that um she like opened up this entire new like spectrum for like her music and mm -hmm. everything else as well yeah by the way phenomenal but that is like a special bond, right? That like did form over music or how did you all meet originally? Um, I met Rosie. So this is weird. Um, like we were kind of, you know, acquaintances, like we ran in into each other here and there. Um, she did this Instagram live thing where I played guitar for her. Um, she covered like the killers and some other songs and she really needed a guitarist, you know, in order to prep for that. And, um, I don't know, someone, like, just told her, like, yeah, there's this guy um, who plays guitar, like, you should try him, and I'll, and so I, you know, she, like, hit me up, and I, like, met her, and I was, like, I mean, I'll do it, you know, of course I'll do it, I'm not very good at guitar, though, just, like, putting it out there, 
like I may fuck up or like you could do like a proper guitarist but um and then we just conversated about music and stuff but it, you know it was a vibe and you know I, she I guess and I thought it was very cool for us to kind of you know again have that organic thing where it's not we hire someone yeah. to just play for us like it was like a like human interaction so that's how it went down and I don't know it, it was amazing and we you know just became friends like that yeah. and you didn't fuck it up um you know you can't quite tell but <laughs> I, I, like in, in my head i'm like fuck i didn't hit that string but well, but yeah i mean it was cool though because you were playing some cold play song and she messed up the piano and you guys just ran it back oh yeah it yeah, was yeah. kind of cool to watch you guys just messing around yeah 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 i mean it, it's stuff like that you yeah. know like Human. where we can just like laugh about it and just feel you know like again with the imperfection being per perfection thing it's like oh fuck let's just run it again you know I, I think stuff like that is like one of the magical things about music and creation so I, it was great you know it, it it really is but also like it is when you bond that with like i, I don't know it's really special it really right is. right definitely uh, by the way, again, you got to listen to this EP. Put up a fight, man. <laughs> put up a fight. We're going to put a link in the description below so you can listen to the full thing. Um, what, like, you talk about moving the bar and having so much more to go, and you have this next album that you're already working on, but this EP is, it, I feel, it, like, it's new to this world. Are you worried that you're just going to keep moving? Um, and not even, like, be present? Or have you been able to balance that? Uh, I think like by moving the bar it's not necessarily like time it's more of like a satisfaction type thing where it's like like I want to write something like this and then I get there and you know I'm already looking at what I want to write in the future or like I want to play this show but I'm already looking at what I want to do you know it's like I'm not how can you enjoy what you have if you're always looking at what you want I don't think I do enjoy myself often but you know not that being happy and depressed, not that I'm not happy or grateful. I'm very, you know, happy and grateful for everything that I did so far and everything that's to come. But it's almost like being somewhat miserable is a way for me to progress. And I've come to, I've come to kind of be okay with that. It's like, I'm not, you know, I'm not like, all right, like I did this thing. I deserve whatever it's like. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not enough. I got to go. I got to move. I got to work. But at the end of the day, if I had to choose, I'd rather be miserable and productive than, you know, happy and kind of, you know, stoic. I don't know if that's the right yeah. word. Yeah. I mean, content. Satisfied. Content. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I get that. Even with this show, like, we always want to get bigger and better and how can we take it to the next level? Right, so I completely right, right. get it. I mean, uh, that is, I, I feel like, literally the secret to progression is like yeah. dissatisfaction I, i've always said like content and comfort is crippling and results in i mean it's just stationary it's like happiness but poison you know huh. yeah. but, but there is a way to be happy and still motivated and i think Definitely. that's the quest that everybody's right 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 i on. think we're all in search for that yeah, yeah 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 we've only been doing the show for 16 years jesus that's so long 16 years that's yeah. amazing but you guys are, I mean, again, like, you guys are still progressing. You guys are still. We stay you know, cool. Yeah, right, we have right, a right. long way to go. I am genuinely, though, surprised how many young people listen to the show that, like, well, it's, like, weird. Like, you have 
we've been doing this for so long where so many people come in, they're like, I've been listening to you since I was a kid. Right, and some right, people right. have been like listening to for 15 years, you know, right, on their right, local right. radio station or whatever. And then there's other people who listen and even know we're on the radio and just listen on or watch on YouTube right. or TikTok or whatever. And they're like freaking like 15 or 12 or like 13, you know? Yeah. God, I mean, that's amazing. You know, that much. spectrum that you guys are, you know, putting out, I think that's like phenomenal. It's almost like, that's like one of the crucial things about making something, right? It's like to hit that, like, not be limited by like a certain amount of people, you know? Mm -hmm. so. No, and, and, and being able to make art or create anything with the, not a box or with just limitless, no restrictions, you know? Right, Zero right, right. restrictions. Like, it is a really special thing. Hats off to you guys, man. Well, you, uh, you guys are amazing. You do the same thing too. You you create with no limits or do you set your own limits? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I do try to create without limits and the few that I put, you know, I, you know, again, you know, try to get other people to kind of break that comfort zone, that wall for me. Like, you should try this thing, man. And, you know, I had never thought of that before, but, you know, now that someone said it, like, you know, that's an entire new yeah. Yeah, thing that that's in my head now. So you're gonna really enjoy working with people. I I love it so far. I cannot wait to work with more people. Um, I have sessions booked like all week. I'm not trying to waste like a single day in LA. So let's go. Yeah. If it's, anybody out there wants to work with Lauren, hit him up. Oh, please do. Like, <laughs> like my DMs are open 24 seven. <laughs> like, call me. I don't know. Like, you know, like you can literally come to my hotel. And, like, have like a yellow stick. You know, like fuck it. Like. <laughs> Calm down, man. How, how's the music sounding? Is it sounding different than the EP, the new music you're um, working at, you're working on? It's definitely so. The EP is like a compilation of you know a, a good like two three years worth of music, right? Okay. So it's mm. like they're very there are a lot of you know shitty underdone demos like in between, but this one has been more like in the present. You know everything has been written in the last uh, less than a year. Um, can I say the title of the album or is it not? um yeah but uh it's a it's a very specific theme <laughs> we'll get it it's soon. a very specific um idea so i think you know i think it's a lot more present you know mm -hmm. to me like I, I still feel it and when i listen to it like it feels like me right now as to the ep where it's more like a memory you know like oh this is what i did before and it's so special but I do when want did, to kind of be in the present, you know. When did you finish the EP? So, oh man, um, Folks was written actually like two years ago, I think. Um, Panic was like a good year and a half. I think Temporary Whoa. was the one that was most recent, but even that's like a year old. And like um, Sticks and Stones, I can't even remember. <laughs> um, what's the other song? Oh, Frown, also, I can't remember. It was, it was they're very like, some so the, of them are very distant, if I'm being honest. Yeah, the most growth happens during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, wait, wait, sorry. Like, growth happens between when you oh, finish right, it right, and right, even release sure, it sure. and now, yeah. So, I, I think it's cool that, you know, like, um, people can see the progression that that I had, you know, in music. Like, oh, so he did this and then that and then that. But right now, I'm just eager to, you know, show people what I do now because there's definitely been changes since the EP and now you know when do you want to release some of that asap man i'm I'm always like i'll put it out like tomorrow <laughs> if i could but um you know there there are like things to like fine-tune and i guess other things that come into the works but you know at the end of the day like if i could do it myself you know like album cover next week and then you know <laughs> 
Mix and master. Let's do it. Well, there's going to be a link in the description below so you can be up to date on when he releases music. Also, uh, Head in the Clouds. I don't know if they're sold out or not, but we'll put a link there. Maybe buy some tickets. You're going to be there. Sick. Sorry, what was that? Oh, oh your, your day, day is already sold out. My day is sold out. Um, oh, damn. Sorry, you can't go. Joke's on <laughs> joke. Jokes. Better sorry. luck next time. Watch it on the internet. <laughs> right, maybe, or something? I don't know. Uh, a question <laughs> I had, I always find it interesting, is why in the lyrics do you do like half Korean, half English? I thought it was cool. Yeah, oh. it sounds, it is cool, but like why do you make those decisions? Um, I think linguistically, you know, like there's that, like certain things in one language just doesn't quite work in another, you know, like, mm -hmm. especially when they're like metaphors, you know, like, you know, when someone says like break a leg, like, you know, in Korean that means like, like literally like, like, like break your fucking leg <laughs> you know what i mean so i think it was that um also like again with the wider audience thing i wanted you know some korean people to relate to a certain amount of lyrics and some um you know other people to relate to other parts of the song but as of now i have actually pretty much stopped writing in korean and um the second ep is like fully in english not because i don't want to but it just felt right you know like yeah. Um, it just sounded right to me, and I find it a little easier to write in English. I think it it's more um, just how I say things is more in tune with English, so it's been, yeah. But, you know, no, like, specific thoughts into it. It was really just, like, I speak Korean and English, man. I may as well use both, you know. Well, yeah, I was looking at, like, folks, and then the other one was yeah, da, 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 frown, and it looks like the first verse in both those songs is Korean, mm -hmm. and then you switch into English. Right. So I didn't know if that was set up like that on purpose or not. Uh, Not necessarily on purpose, but it is, like, how it turned out. So, you know, again, going back to the, all right, fuck it, you know, if, if that's what it is, then that's yeah. what it is. You being able to speak so fluently both languages is really a luxury, right? Like, that's very lucky. Uh, I appreciate that, man. I still feel like my English is, you know, getting there. Like, I feel like I have ah. a 80% English and, like, 80% Korean. So I'm not quite that good at either, <laughs> but, but I can kind of switch back and forth. But, yeah, I think having um, multiple languages is very, a, a huge thing when, you, when it comes to creation, especially because you have, like, even if it's the same feeling or same event, you have like almost two different ways to kind of approach it. So I think it's very cool to kind of have that option, you yeah. know, if they were to take it. Yeah. How yeah. how old were you when you learned English? Um. So I moved to Singapore, but I went to like an American school. Okay. When I was like thirteen, something like that, and then I picked it up. Um. I didn't know like ABCs when I moved. Like, I was at zero. Wow. So, you know, people were talking to me, and I'm, just like, literally thinking in my head, like, I, I, I don't know what you're saying. Like, like, like body, <laughs> like, like, eat? Like, like, fuck off? Like, I can't, um, like, you want to fight me? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, and then I graduated. Um, like, it, it was all, all through middle school, you know, high school. So I graduated, and by the time I graduated, I think my English was pretty... You know, because I didn't speak a lot of Korean except for when I was back home. Uh -huh. So from that point, I can't quite tell which one I'm more comfortable with. But yeah. But yeah, people ask me that a lot. And like, I tell them like, yeah, this is my second time in the States. And they're like, get the fuck out of here. No way, <laughs> really? Like, yeah, this is. Oh, shit. Um, my first one was for South by Southwest. I was in Texas. And and then I came to L.A. to do some um, like work and also sessions. 
but so this is like South my South by action. Southwest like two months ago, like a month ago, two months ago. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. your first time? That was my first time in the wow. States. No way. So it was wild. Like but it's weird because, you know, I come I came here and strangely, like I feel at home, you know, because I did get that secondhand experience into the States. From the yeah. American school or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And culture. Yeah, yeah, definitely, you know, and like all the music and like just how, how people talk and whatnot. It was it was like VR <laughs> United States. And then, you know, now that I come, it's like, all right, this is real, you know. Yeah, but people like when you consume America solely through culture and like through like a weird lens, you have expectations. Mm -hmm. And we always let people down. You guys like knocked it out of the park, if I'm being honest. I really? I love it here. I don't think I can say that, like, Damn. emphasize that enough. And literally every person that I've interacted with so far, even at a cafe last night, like, um, the dude was just so cool. Like, every bar, like, every, like, bartender is just some guy that I run to the streets. Like, I like how people are so open to just conversate. Yeah. And just, you know, I'll just be, like, walking by and someone would just say, like, cool jacket, man. And we can just talk about, yeah. you know, like, so what do you do? And, you know, all probably that. probably hitting on you. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't like the sound of any of that. No. You know, he's coming up to me and being like, hey, cool jacket. Well, you don't look, look at him. He's cool, right? <laughs> yeah, he's way cooler no, than no, I will no. ever be. I think he was, like, like, he was trying to, like, ask me, like, where'd you get it, you know? Uh, like, uh, and I told him, like, grailed. So. <laughs> but, but, yeah, like, I like how connected everyone is. I like how easy it is for people to just humanly like interact um i think that was something that i didn't know i could even do like because i'm not the most social person really but i've kind kind of come to learn that like maybe i am like and i really do genuinely enjoy like meeting other people and like hell yeah yeah to get out there yeah i mean you know even with you guys like like this is amazing <laughs> no this is like by, by the way pure conversation but also like to your point like Sometimes, well, maybe you being social was laying dormant in you the whole time and you just didn't know. Oh, yeah, definitely, you know. Um, but, like, solitude, like, entirety of high school, middle school, like, elementary school, like, I think I ate lunch with someone maybe, like, five times. That was the same way, I get it. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, quiet and aloof. Right, like, I was eat on the bus, you know, and, and, like, you're not supposed to, but I don't want to go to the cafeteria where, you know, tables are so big. Mm. And if you're eating alone, people, like, fucking look at you you know like they'd be walking with their food like like are you eating by yourself you're waiting for someone and i'll be like fuck all right all right no more lunches for me like i did the same thing ah yeah. oh, dude i feel you man dude like, in high school for four years i ate every lunch in the tv studio like it was a part of the tv like class program thing dude i ate all my lunches in the band room <laughs> and i would actually like kick out some of the kids that are you know because i was like not the head but i you know i was in that club or whatever yeah. for a while so I'll just book it and just go in there with like a laptop and like watch Netflix and just eat. Dude. And then like play drums. <laughs> so I'm glad we're on the same page, the man. Same I feel thing. you. And like here you are. That's amazing. Here you are. It is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Everybody listen to Lauren's music. We're gonna put a link in the description below. Final thoughts, Dan. I'm just saying you you're, you're gonna love New York. When you do the head in the clouds in New York, you're gonna love New oh, York. Oh, we should go to that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're excited. gonna start inviting ourselves to things. You sh you guys should come. Well, oh, you have yeah. something going on in Taiwan. I'm going to South Korea for the first time ever in May. In May. Yes. Oh, dude, hit me up. Um I'll like oh. pick you up from the airport, man. Dude, Zach, show me around. I don't seriously. know what to do. Head in the clouds. You're head in the clouds in New York is when you're in Korea. No. Yeah. Bro. No, when is it? 
Look at the day. We leave London and then you go. Oh, shit. Bro. Wait. I don't like that. Maybe I won't go now. Maybe I'll come um, back. I'll get like a friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get someone who speaks <laughs> like relatively English. I'll just be like, dude, shut the fuck up. Go to the airport. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> But no, you know, but I think we wait. You're gonna love New York. You've oh, never been there, right? I can't wait, yeah. man. Um, I oh, mean, New damn. York. You know, like the Strokes, like, yeah, like the Ramones, the, the Ramones. Yeah, like so many great bands, and like I can't wait to just get that energy. You know, mm -hmm. like and you know, be a t total fucking tourist. And that's absolutely you go gotta to, like do the that, Statue man. of Liberty, take a fucking selfie. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm in New York. I swear. <laughs> but bro, <laughs> like, um, if you can change the day, no, maybe I will, day, man. Like, yeah, because yeah. yeah, we got some other friends there. DPR Ian's gonna be there. Oh, we love him. Nikki's gonna be there. We love Nikki. Yeah, we love everybody. Okay, let me take a look and see what I can do. Yeah, man. Because honestly, like, I was going from London to Korea, which is a 13-hour flight. Not really a great idea. Um, it's probably easier to go back to New York. So let me uh, TBD. TBD. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, seriously though, listen to Lauren's music. Link in the description below. I really appreciate you giving us your time and energy today. No, dude, I appreciate you guys. You guys are amazing. Like, nah. This has been organic. That that's a word that I keep coming back to. This has been very like organic, and I I appreciate you guys. Thank you. Real recognize is real. We appreciate you. All the way, man. Lauren, everybody. Woo. Thank you guys.